I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert! Attention! Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh Talking. my god! It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on, who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. <laughs> are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know, Phone Boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. And welcome to episode 51 of The Lotus Effect, where the show is completely made up and the content doesn't matter. I'm Phone Boy. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. We're not. (laughs) Here we go again. So we finally met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah! And as usual, I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. It's obscene! That's the point! Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so um, so today's trip down the rabbit hole involves, uh, well, reincarnation. And No, we're not going to die and come back as something else right before your eyes or your ears. Uh, but we are going to discuss its origins and how a number of religions view reincarnation. And yeah, we're also going to talk about a subject because it's very related um, to reincarnation, but it's also very near and dear to both of our hearts, uh, especially with some of the stuff that's going on in our lives, uh, karma. That's right. And uh, we are big on karma here. And uh, so we're ta- we'll talk a bit about both of those things. And uh, We're also big on uh, this value for value thing. So if you get any value out of what we're doing, feel free to return it to us in the form of tell a friend. And uh, you can also join us in the chat, lotuseffect.chat. You can, of course, send your Fiat Fun coupons. You can boost me, bitch. Yeah, you know, I got one of these days. That, that was I knew I was going. Okay, what's another? You were going to ask me uh, which which of these uh, clips that you, um, you know, there's all the yeah, there's there's all this there's all this boost me stuff here. Uh, where's boost me? Where is? Oh, I well now it's time for the le boost. But where where is? It? Oh my god! Bo- boost. I I know I know what you're. talking This is not practiced. This is not practice, but I do have the clip. This is the important thing. Boost me, bitch. You you do, and because you love keeping secrets from me of the debauchery, I was not aware you had actually pulled that out. Oh, I've had oh, I've had it for a while, mm-hmm. um, but you, you know, I mean, this is the, this is the fun part about this, and what we we do, you know, we do like. Um, um, hey, you know how you keep talking about leaning into mistakes? Yeah. You might want to lean into your microphone <laughs> so the pedal heads can hear you. Uh, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't have the clip, Dandy. Too late. Uh, ask, and they're done that. Yes, of course. Boost before it's too late. What, what are all these different boosts? Uh, what about all these different boosts? things that that adam has anyway we'd love your fiat fun coupons we we want you to we want you to boost um you know we want you to do all that stuff uh much like weirdo did he he uh um we 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 tend to get a lot we tend to get a lot of boosts for the after party uh that we do uh after um after the lotus effect we uh we we hang out on the stream uh probably around 6 p.m uh central time on a saturday uh, until whenever we feel like going to bed and uh 
and yeah, we take we uh, we play music, we take requests, we uh, we talk and stuff, and people are already uh, shouting ISO. Um, so uh, meatloaf, Paradise by the Dashboard Light was what Weirdo had had, had uh, boosted us twice for thirty three thirty three sats each time. I'm not sure why he sent it twice, but uh, that's what the what got picked up. Um, and then uh, you had. Uh, um, used the sent thirty three thirty three for sandstorm by Darude. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's what's been happening in the in the after parties that people have been using boostograms to request songs. Uh, yeah, uh, you want to put some money behind your request? Yeah, it'll get it'll get floated to the top of the list. That's the way it works. Um, we also we're not too too proud to admit we're we're a little money whorish in the after yeah, party. That's right. And uh, and hey, uh, we we also appreciate that Sharky sent us some Fiat Fun coupons. Uh, Seven dollars and sixty-six cents as monthly uh, donation. We appreciate that, Sharky. Um, and uh, yeah, and if you want to be a part of this, uh, this 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 boostagram party that we're having here, this uh, you want to want to be want to be a nude uh, a nude a nude booster nude podcaster whatever. Um, you know, we, we we get get one of those po- get one of those podcast apps that can boost. Uh, you can and you can send us all kinds of things, all kinds of ways. But I don't think you. We don't want your shit. Please, Please don't, don't send, send us your shit. shit. No, we don't want your shit. But. No, don't don't send your shit. But if if you would like to be in the chat and provide value that way, and you want to see your boostgram live, we have Boostbot up and running in the chat. So if you have something that you want to say, you want the world to see, boost us and let the world hear your voice. That's right. Um, yeah, and uh, we do have a we have a refire topic this week. If That's you can, right. If Another you can, way you can let the world hear your voice is call two five three two three seven three three two one, and tell us about the fact that if you could come back as anything or anyone, who or what would it be? One ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Yeah, well, you know, Ernestine isn't picking up the phone. Google Voices and surely... It's going to mangle your transcription, just know it, and you could end up being a a show title. Okay, so before we get on to today, yeah, Boost Me Bitch, I like that. Boost Me Bitch? We got to do that. and uh, That's right. Yeah, so um, before we get into today's topic, we've got some feedback that we got through. uh, Of course, you can also interact with us on No Agenda Social, as many of you have. Uh, And we love that. And we love that. So uh, Widow Garrett uh, sends the following, uh, The Narcissist Prayer. Uh, which is very appropriate to both of us. And I'll oh, read yes. it very quickly. That that didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, it was not a big deal. And if it is, it's that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. That sounds like something my ex would have said. Yeah, I agree with that. Although he wouldn't have said it in those words because um, he had no balls. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. And in the, in the, in the, anyway, um, yeah, the um, yeah, I'm sure my ex, yeah, I'm sure she would uh, say that as well. But that's right. And then uh, Sir A One Sauce reaches out to we us. We adore Sir A One yes, Sauce. Yes, and we and we yes we yes we met Sir A One Sauce at the Charleston meetup back in May. Uh, that was awesome. Phenomenal individual and yeah. single ladies. Come on, check him yeah. out if you're in this area. He's a prime catch. So I did some research. So he said, I did some research about the medical fungi and other substances and have some conflicting info. Psilocybin and LSD were found to decrease cerebral blood flow and blood flow overall. So it was the opposite of the brain lighting up like a Christmas tree. It was less lit. Reference below and then my own essay on death that I referenced this article. Okay, so links to all that in the show notes. So 
Um, and maybe that, yeah, maybe the, the blood flow does slow down, but maybe it's because that everything is, you know, again, um, I don't, my experience on, um, I would say, I would say either the green goodness or, or even in, is, um, in, in when, when the L in, in, yeah. And, and both of those things is that it increased, it, 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 it substantially for me increased just like the intensity of the feeling it was like right you know somebody described it as you know t- um holding an object with 50 fingers instead of five right it's kind of a, that's kind of what it's like it's a it's the only way to kind of it's because you every it's that much more intense um now uh we also got one uh from uh east coast crackpot and actually so he east coast crackpot called in last week again he you know he called into 253-237-3321 and he told us about his story um about and it was very interesting and it's very interesting he gave us another um he, he gave it he gave us another story of something where he um effectively uh you know sent energy to people and uh and, and helped make them better and so he said round two i put i just put a 200 pound dose of molydectin think nearly- about that statement a 200 pound dose yeah how would that fit on a piece of licorice i think we might have had a typo or a that's what he, i'm just cutting paste what he said but it, well it's because because these the doses of no 200 pound dose it's a dose probably for somebody that's would be 200 oh pounds. oh okay i've read that so that's how i read yeah r- no you read that right yeah Dude, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, who was the, the MT here? Uh, Go fuck yourself. Who is stoned like a gravel road? Yes. Blow me. Uh, later. Uh, let's see. I put a 200-pound dose of, mo- uh, of moxidectin, nearly the same compound as ivermectin, on a piece of licorice, and I'm now sucking on the licorice. I will now proceed once again, tapping my 24K gold-plated silver bar over my heart and see if I can really heal he says Yusha, Yushina, the entire sick and coughing homeless shelter. And this is a, this was sent at uh, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call it close enough three three thirty three AM Pacific Standard Time, uh, Arizona, USA. I did it again a little before one AM. Um, a large portion of the homeless shelter was coughing and wheezing. I took out my um, my my 24k gold plated uh, silver bar and, and started tapping it over my heart while focusing my brain on the coughing the coughing increased in volume i did this for an hour now the shelter is nearly quiet even the even the snoring has decreased substantially there is something to this telepathy business final fantasy is real F- fuck big pharma trump had it right the whole time nearly zero coughs and i'm kicking ass at this the problem was with the cheap cures is that there are no ferraris and second homes for your mistress up airs and that's the truth. We've been saying fuck pig pharma for a hot minute. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great story. So um 100%. And you know, I I dig this East Coast crack pot cat. He's 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 really onto something and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna catch a, a break. We need to send him some major karma. Yeah, I need that to, things work out for him. Yeah, and we start pathing the way they need to. Yeah, because uh, yeah, let's let's. You know, I I have the. Um, you know, I I pulled it. I actually pulled a clip a while ago on karma. Uh, Did which, you? Which when we when we so when we go to the second half of the show, remind actually I'll put it in the notes to remind myself to play it. Got it. Um, because it was we we had talked about it. Um, I I know we had pulled it um, a while back, and so. Um, since we're talking about karma in the second half of the show, maybe I will pull it up. Um, but 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 uh, yeah, this is uh, you know we need to we need to uh, we'll still play some karma here for the East Coast crackpot. Yep. You've got karma. Yeah. So 
So we're going to talk about reincarnation, which is also known as birth or transmigration. It's it's the philosophical or religious concept that the non-physical essence of a being, uh, of a living being, begins a new life in a different physical form or body after biological death. Did you say known as birth or rebirth? Rebirth. I swear you said birth. Never. Yeah. Pedalheads, did he say birth? Tell us. Yeah. Tell us in the chat. Because I, I want to hear this. Of a bean. <laughs> of a bean. <laughs> Jesus. The word reincarnation derives from a Latin term that literally means entering the flesh again. That's what she said. <laughs> God damn it. I couldn't fast enough. I tried. I tried. Dear God, I tried. Reaper. Notice the. You're a, you're a sick very bad man. Yeah, and you wouldn't have me any other way, would, Not would a you? Chance. Yeah, I didn't think so. All right. Resurrection is a similar process hypoth- hypothesized by some religions in which a soul comes back to life in the same body. In most beliefs involving reincarnation, the soul is seen as a mortal, and the only thing that becomes perishable is the body. Upon death, the soul becomes transmigrated into a new infant or animal to live again. The term transmigration means the passing of soul from one body to another after death and reincarnation is essential and in the mind attempted um to uh, pronounce these indian words that say it punar janma it's a central tenet of the indian religions such as buddhism hinduism uh jainism and, and sikhism uh these religions believe that reincarnation is cyclic and an endless uh, samsara unless one gains spiritual insights that ends the cycle leading to liberation now, the, the, reincons- the reincarnation concept is is considered in indian in indian religions as a, as, a, as a step that starts a cycle of aimless drifting wandering or mundane existence it sounds like a lot of people um yeah, it does. Uh, but one that is an opportunity to seek spiritual liberation through ethical living and a variety of meditative yogic uh, or other spiritual practices. They consider the release from the cycle of reincarnation as the ultimate spiritual goal and call the liberation by terms such as mashka, nirvana, uh, muktvi, and uh, kaivalya. Um, there are some, and there, and, and, and it's this. It's not uh, universal among Hindu and Buddhist groups. Um, that that you know not all believe in reincarnation but um but they do believe in an afterlife when we talk about an afterlife that means that it's something after you know after your physical life here but uh it's a it's not seen as a rebirth it's almost seen as a continuation um but in various in various forms, it occurs as an esoteric belief in many streams of Judaism in different aspects, and some of the beliefs of the indigenous peoples of the Americas and some indigenous Australians, though uh, most believe in an afterlife or some sort of spirit world. A belief in rebirth metaf- metam- metam- metempsychosis. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's what a, that's a, a word. That's a, that's a three dollar word. Um, what was held by Greek historical figures such as Pythagoras, Socrates, and Plato, as well as in various modern religions. Um, so, um, let's see. Although the majority of denominations within Christianity and Islam do not believe that individuals reincarnate, particular groups within these religions do refer to reincarnation. These groups include the mainstream historical and contemporary followers of Cathars, Alwatis, the Druze, and the Rosicrucians. But the historical relations between these sects and these beliefs about reincarnation that were characteristic of Neapolitanism, Orphanism, Hermeticism, Manichism, whatever, the Gnosticism in the Roman era, as well as Indian religions have been the subject of recent scholarly research. And in recent decades, many Europeans and North Americans have developed an interest in reincarnation, and many contemporary works mention it. So it's, you know, it goes back um, a bit in the things, but... uh, 
but yeah, this is a yeah I, jizz, jizz yeah jizzism. I, I like jizzism. That might actually be a show title. Uh, that's a that's a good one. Um, so now I don't think anybody really knows where the concept came from, other than of, of reincarnation. But it, the earliest teachings on the topic come from the from the philosophical traditions of India, dating back more than a thousand years before the Common Era, uh, means before the birth of Christ. So it goes a while, and the the concepts of the cycle of birth and death, Sanskrit and the liberation, partly derive from uh, ascetic transit uh, traditions that arose in India around the middle of the first millennium BCE. Um, the it, first in-text reference to the idea appears in the uh, Appendishasads of the late Vedic period, uh, uh, circa 1100 to 500 BCE, predating the Buddha and the um, Madhavira. Though no direct evidence of this has, has been found, the tribes of the Ganges Valley or the Drav- Dravidian traditions of South India have been proposed as other another early source of reincarnation beliefs. Detailed descriptions first appear around the mid-first millennium BCE in diverse traditions, including Buddhism, Jainism, and uh, and various schools of Hindu philosophy, each of which gave a unique expression to the general principle of reincarnation. Um, Well, you know, the texts of the ancient Jainisms that have survived into the modern era are um, (laughs) post- What is that word? Mahavira? Likely from the last centuries of the first millennium BCE, and extensively mentioned rebirth and karma doctrines. And the Janai philosophy assumes that the soul, the Hiva in Jainism, Atma in Hinduism, exists and is eternal, passing through cycles of transmigration and rebirth. After death, reincarnation accumulated karma <clears throat> rebirth occurs into a higher or lower bodily form yeah so you know like heaven or hell or the earthly realm yeah no, no bodily forms permanent so everybody dies and you know reincarnation furthers that so liberation or kivalya from reincarnation is possible However, through removing and ending karmic accumulations to one's soul. I wouldn't want to do that, truly. What, you, what, you wouldn't want to? No. Um, I don't but, want to remove karma. Well, no, but I mean, some, some of it is, well, okay, so some of this, so, not, so there is a good and bad karma, and it's not, and there's actually very different views on karma, and I get it, I actually will get This is that. true. Yeah, so... Uh, so removing and ending uh, karmic accumulation, some some karma is good and some karma is bad. You you know, getting rid of some of the bads probably not. You know, um, yeah, yeah. But at the same point in time, like own your shit. Well, there, there's a, yeah. Well, certain Just people. Saying. Yeah, Bizzleism. Oh boy, we, we've 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 got we've got some religions in the. Um, yes, we do. It, we, we've got some. I have a feeling we're going to have some fun show titles to to to, to look at later. Um, so. Um, the uh, the early Buddhist texts discuss rebirth as part of the doctrine of samsara. Uh, th- this asserts that the nature of existence is a suffering-laden cycle of life, death, and rebirth without beginning or end. Also referred to as the wheel of existence, so when the 
Bhavkara. Uh, it's often mentioned in the Buddhist text with the term uh, Punar uh, Bhava, which is rebirth, rebecoming. Liberation from this cycle of existence, Nirvana, is the foundation and the, and, and the most important purpose of Buddhism. Buddhist texts also assert that an enlightened person knows his previous births, a knowledge achieved through high levels of meditative concentration. Tibetan Buddhism discusses death, bardo, an intermediate state, and, and rebirth in texts such as the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And while Nirvana is taught as the ultimate goal in uh, Thera, um, Theravadan uh, Buddhism and is essential to Mahayana Buddhism, the, ba- the vast majority of contemporary lay Buddhists focus on accumulating good karma and acquiring merit to achieve a better reincarnation in the next life. Um, yeah, and part of, you know, and there's some question about how long karma, you know, how long, you know, the, where, where karma lasts. And again, we're going to talk about that. Um, so you want to talk about the Greeks? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Greek pre-Socratic discussed reincarnation in the 6th century BCE. One of the first Greek thinkers known to have considered the concept of rebirth is Pharisides of Syros. I guess this person lived somewhere around like 540 BCE. Mm-hmm. And his younger t- contemporary, Pythagoras, who I have no idea, looks like he lived between 495 and 570. So its first famous exponent instituted societies for its diffusion and some authorities believe that Pythagoras was Pharisees' pupil and others that Pythagoras took up the idea of reincarnation from the doctrine of Orphism which is a Thracian religion or brought the teaching from India yeah well yeah that's um you know, and, and yeah, that that's, geez, yeah, that's, I mean, it, yeah, this, it's, it's weird, you know, we keep finding, you know, I, I've keep, I keep making this comment, is that a lot of religions are not that different, they just use, the, they use different words to describe the same concept, right. and we kind of, when we start kind of going through this, the, the, you know, this stuff on reincarnation and karma, you kind of get the same idea, right? Um, so, let's see, Plato, who, um, uh, presented accounts of reincarnation in his works, particularly the myth of Ur, where Plato makes Socrates tell how Ur, the son of Ar- Arminius, miraculously returned to life on the twelfth day after death and recounted the secrets of the other world. There are myths and theories to the same effect in other dialogues in the in the chariot allegory of the um, Phaedrus in the in the in the Mino, uh, th- uh, Timaeus, and Laws. The soul, once separated from the body, spends an indeterminate amount of time in the in intelligible realm. See the allegory of the cave in the Republic. And then assumes another body in the, in the Timaeus. Plato believes that, uh, uh, that the soul moves from body to body without any distinct reward or punishment phase between the lives, because the reincarnation is itself a punishment or reward for how a person is lived. And I can see how that, uh, how that works. Of course. Yeah, because if you reincarnate, you know, um, if you reincarnate like uh, somebody like my, uh, like my, my ex, um, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just leave that alone. Right. Um, in Phaedo, Plato has his, has his teacher, Socrates, prior to his death state, I'm confident that there truly is such a thing as living again and that the living spring from the dead. However, Xenophon does not mention Socrates as believing in reincarnation. Plato may have systematized Socrates' thought with concepts he took directly from Pythagoreanism or Orphism. 
Reason scholars have come to see that Plato has multiple reasons for, for the belief in reincarnation. One argument concerns the theory of reincarnation's usefulness for explaining why non-human animals exist. They are former humans, being punished for their vices. Plato gives this argument at the end of uh, Timaeus. Um, yeah, well, swing your, yeah, slutty souls. You know, that's, a, that's a great show title right there. I like that. I'm going to go with that. Um, but, um, yeah, so... Oh, we've got, and so yeah. Then the Celt, and you know, even the Celtic Druids, have, you know, have uh, uh, you know, have, were to have were have thought to have taught a doctrine of reincarnation in the first century uh, before the Common Era, um, and, the, and it probably comes from. And here's Pythagoras again. Uh, the Pythagorean doctrine prevails among the Gauls' teachings that the souls of men are immortal, and that after a fixed number of years they will enter into another body. Uh, Julius Caesar recorded that the Druids of Gaul, Britain, and Ireland had met had, had metempsychosis as one of their core doctrines. Uh, the principal point of their doctrine is that the soul does not die, and that after death it passes from one body to another. The main object of all education is, in their opinion, to imbue their and to imbue their scholars with a firm belief in the indestructibility of the human soul, which, according to their belief, merely passes at death from one tenement to another. But by such doctrine alone, they say, which robs death of all its terrors, can the highest form of human courage be developed? Uh, something about that. I, I didn't, you know, if if you if you really here here's a question for everybody, and this is, this might be, uh, you know, a, a, a refire topic. If if you really think you if you really think you'd be reincarnated, what what would you do? I mean, would it change anything that you do? Uh, call 253-237-3321, you know, and tell us about it. Um, the souls of men are immortal. Yep, checks out. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, Didoritus also re- recorded the gall belief that human souls were immortal and that after a prescribed number of years, they would commence upon a new life in another body. He added that Gauls had the custom of casting letters to their deceased upon the funeral pyres, though which the dead would be able to read them. Valerius Maximus also recounted that they had... The custom of lending sums of money to each other, which would uh, would be which which uh, which are repayable in the next world. They also mentioned that uh, a pompous Mela, who also recorded gulls buried or burnt with them, things that they would need in the next life. To the point, some would jump into the funeral piles of their relatives in order to cohabitate in the new life with them. That's that's a little bit odd. Um, I didn't say immortal. The souls of men are immortal. Are immoral? Yeah. <laughs> You know that's a that's a good 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 job, Bemers. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I don't do a good job reading. What, what's is, is that, you all right over there? Okay, all right. So, Politus of Rome believed that the Gauls had been taught the doctrine of reincarnation by a slave of Pythagoras named uh, Zalmoxis. Conversely, Clement of Alexandria believed that Pythagoras himself had le- learned it from the Celts and not the opposite, claiming he had been taught by. Gallatin Gauls, uh, Hindu priests, and, and Zoroastrians. Uh, however, author J. Uh, T.D. Kendrick, there we go, rejected a real connection between Pythagoras and the Celtic idea of reincarnation, noting their beliefs to have substantial differences in any contact to be historically unlikely. Nonetheless, he proposed the possibility of an ancient common source also related to the Orphic religion and Thracian systems of belief. Now, um, so... Okay, and and we're really not gonna, um, 
you know, this is okay. So this is where we're at. So we're not we're not going to go through every religion and their beliefs on reincarnation, but we will highlight a few notable uh, examples before we uh, b- before we go to uh, the toast and jam. Uh, I don't. I I haven't gotten. Have you gotten any comms from? We won't have a cavalcade today. Okay. Rev's got a personal issue he's dealing with that I can assure you is a lot more important than the cavalcade. Oh, 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 trust me. I, and we, we, we appreciate and we'll, we'll talk, we will talk about our, um, our dear friend Rev Cybertrucker here in the, in the toast and jam. Um, yes. Of course. So we're not going to, yeah. So we're not going to go through every religion. Every some, you know, some religions, and again, it depends on the sect. Um, so, for example, I didn't, I, I um, you know, Jewish mystical texts, uh, the, the the Kabbalah from from their classic medieval canon onward, teach a belief in the the Gilgal Nemeshot, which is a, a Hebrew for um, metempsychosis, literally soul cycle. Right, uh, the Zohar and this and the, and the Sefer. Uh, Habahir specifically discuss reincarnation. It's a common belief in contemporary Hasidic Judaism, which regards the Kabbalah as sacred and authoritative, though, um, you know, through understood in the light of a more innate psychological mysticism. Now, um, yeah, it also teaches the, 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 uh, that the soul of Moses is reincarnated in every generation. And there are... Um, and it, that's, I guess it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, not something that's, uh, you know, that, that's maybe emphasized in other Jewish teachings, but, uh, the, the, but, the, but they, it is, um, they, you know, it is acknowledged as something that's valid. Um, and it's, uh, you know, and of course it's, uh, you know, it's, it's part of popular culture there as well. Now, and Christians generally subscribe to the idea of life after death, uh, you know, the going into heaven and that kind of thing, but uh, not necessarily reincarnation. And while the Bible doesn't explicitly mention reincarnation, there are some Christian the- theologians that interpret certain biblical passages, uh, you know, as re- referring to that. Acidic juice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, now, um, I, uh, so Wicca, when I think, and, and I think uh, you know something about uh, about this, uh, my dear. Um, it's a neo-pagan religion focused on nature, guided by the philosophy of Wiccan Reed that, that advocates the tenets harm none, do as you will. Uh, Wiccans believe in a form of karmic return where one's deeds are returned either in the current life or in another life, uh, threefold or multiple times, uh, in order to teach one lessons. And we'll talk about that a little bit in the um, in, in, the, in the second half. Uh, reincarnation is therefore an accepted part of the Wiccan faith. And it's also, um, uh, Wiccans also tend to believe that the death and afterlife are important experiences for the soul to transform and prepare for future lifetimes. And, you know, we, that, that again, that concept of karma comes up, uh, quite a bit. And, um, we talk about the, the, you know, we're going to, we're going to, um, I, th- I thought it was worth uh, discussing in the second half because I think we talked about it recently. That's something I, that, that's right. We gotta, did. We talk about it a lot. Okay. So, um, all right, so we are now at the Toast and Jam session, or part of the, the show. We don't have a cavalcade of stupidity this week because um, because our buddy Rev Cybertrucker, uh, who actually came to visit us uh, last Sunday. He um, did. Yeah, he was uh, coming through town. I think he I think he messaged you last week, right? And um, He sent me a picture of a route on a map, which I recognized as going through the area that we reside and i called him and i'm like dude you're coming through and he was like yeah looks like it doesn't it i'm like all right and uh you know we coordinated when he would be here and i made a kick-ass dinner which he was hella happy with and he was able to do a little bit of laundry and get a shower and we had uh we played some cards against humanity which was fucking epic 
because some of the shit that came out, I mean, even though there was only three of us, it was still a really great time. And I'm pretty sure you're going to post the photos you took of some of the things that were answered in that game in the show notes for this. Oh, I guess I should. Yeah. I, I think you should. Yeah, well, you know, I really think you should. Yeah, there, there's a couple. There's some uh, doozies in there. Um, yeah, we had a, yeah we had a great goddamn time, as they say. We did. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, great for you to come through, and uh, yeah, we, uh, I'm, you know, that's uh, we definitely uh, you, you come through again. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely want to. Yeah, you. anytime. Yeah, anytime. We dude. really liked having you. As our guest. That's right. Um, so, uh, from right here this week, what what what, is, uh, what do you got? Well, I had a couple interesting things. I had a person who works for Department of Energy uh, in the PR sector. Mm. thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then I had a choreographer who was contracted to work with a group who needed a dance routine for a cheer competition so that was kind of interesting yeah well there you go that's uh so that's something um and then um actually we've had so uh, i put out a poll um uh, earlier this week uh, uh, and I, I think i had more people vote on that poll than our than our normal poll that oh, we do for, by far yeah Probably was, like twice as many yeah but it's about double what we normally have and uh and and it was uh yeah because um yeah we i'll i'll at least start the story we're not gonna we're not because it's an ongoing uh situation and it relates to it actually relates to my divorce i, I don't really want to get into it uh too much but uh yeah we were uh sitting in the living room and uh yeah there was a there was a there was a reach out across the um across the yeah you know, from across the 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 uh you know the 2500 miles from uh yeah somebody i'm trying to get separated from um and um yeah as i say we'll just we'll it's as i say it's an ongoing situation it relates to my divorce so i'm not going to get into it too much but um but yeah that was a bit of a but bit of interest a bit interesting so uh, we'll see where that goes um in the in the near future i guess um and um yeah and i think what what did we and then yeah we went to farmer's market this morning we did pick up a few more things from uh we did some more chicken from our from our friends at uh, casey farms the uh what, what did we do with randolph where i guess we're confirming that we can get um we're getting the standing rib roast for christmas yeah that's true uh we picked up some fresh mushrooms from soul shine that's right. He had some fresh shiitake mushrooms, and mm. those are in tonight's dinner. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then um, yeah, and I just I, you know, I didn't. I think that's the only place I managed to go, uh, or you know, hang out in Grinder House. You know, oh, and of course, your phone's ringing during the show. Don't your don't your don't your peeps know not to call during the during this time of the the day? I'm not guaranteeing that's one of my peeps, but I'm not guaranteeing it's not. Okay, but nobody, yeah, you know, that happens. Nobody should be calling. Okay, so, all right, so our refire topic is uh, what do you want to be reincarnated as? Uh, call 253-237-3321 and tell us. I don't think we have any voicemails, so um, so, uh, what would, so what do you want? If you could re- be reincarnated, what would you be reincarnated as? Your underwear. Oh jeez! Sorry, <laughs> did I say that out loud? Yeah, that that was that was the part you weren't supposed to say out loud. That that was your inside voice. Oh, that was what I wasn't supposed to say. I keep forgetting. Must be the weed. <laughs> Must be. 
I don't know. I think I think I uh, I said something like you know Raquel Welch's bicycle seat. Yeah. As an example, I mm. I don't know. Like yeah. this life sucks bad enough. Why do I have to go through another one? Uh well. Yeah, I might uh, if I were going to do it. It might be like a. I don't know. I'd be. I think. I think I might uh, re. Uh, you know, might might come back as a cat because I don't have to. I don't have to worry about much of anything. I just get to hang out and you know, eat and you know, scratch my nuts and you know. Yeah, I mean, why not? That's a fantastic thing to aspire to, wanting to come back as a cat so you can scratch your nuts publicly and not be shamed. <laughs> Dear God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, well. Wow. Anyway, yeah. All right. So, I okay. So now I. So yeah. I think we uh, we've we've broached that topic. So if you guys want to uh, weigh out on that, call go to uh, call two five three two three seven three three two one. If you even if you're not listening now, if you're listening later, whenever that whenever later is, uh, yeah, you can uh, you can uh, get in on that. Um, so now we're going to talk about Carmen, and I think. I'm going to play, so this is a clip, but I don't, and I actually don't remember the full context of it. And I think actually it was Sir A. Wunsus that originally sent it to us, um, if I remember correctly. So we're going to play this clip again since we're talking about karma. We are. Karma simply means your doing, your action. So that when something that happens to me is called my karma, it means that it's your own doing. And if you recognize that it's your own doing, it's never bad karma. It's only bad karma if you refuse to admit that it's your own doing and merely blame someone or something else that it's something that happened to you. Now we've, I, yeah, I mean the reason, and, and yeah, I mean we we hear about karma no agenda all the time, right? It's it's and and we are we, we are big believers in the fact that karma works. Uh, um, but I think we, it, I thought it was worth covering here as part of the second half of show because it is related to reincar- reincarnation. But uh, um, we talk about karma. So karma in Sanskrit means an action, a work, a deed, um, and its effects or consequences. In Indian religions, the term more specifically refers to a principle of cause and effect, often descriptively called the principle of karma, wherein intent and actions of an individual, the cause, influence the future of that individual, the effect. Good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and happier rebirths, while the bad intent and bad deeds contribute to bad karma and bad rebirths. And the the concept of karma is closely associated with the idea of rebirth in many schools of Indian religions, particularly Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, and and, uh, uh, Sikhism, as well as Taoism. In these schools, karma in the present affects one's future in the current life, as well as the nature and quality of future lives, one's samsara. Um, this concept has also been adopted in Western popular culture, in which the events which happen after a person's actions may be considered natural consequences. That, you know, we've been thinking about the natural consequences of certain actions lately, haven't we? We have. We have. Um, in the context of theory, karma is complex and difficult to define. Different schools of Indology uh, derive different definitions for the concept from ancient Indian texts. Their definition is some combination of causality may be ethical or non-ethical. At, uh, ethicsation, i.e. good or bad actions have consequences, and rebirth. Uh, other Indologists include include in the definition that which explains the present circumstances of an individual with reference to his or her actions in the past. These actions may be those in a person's current life or in some schools of Indian traditions, possibly actions in their past lives. Furthermore, the consequences uh, may result in the um, in the current life or a person's future 
lives. The law of karma operates independent of any deity or any process of divine judgment, which I thought, which, which I think is interesting um, that, um, you know, that, like this, this concept of, you know, the, the karma is this independent force that, uh, you know, doesn't, that, yeah, that's, it, it has nothing to do with a, um, you know, a, a deity. Um, I think that's actually interesting. Outside of Indian texts and Hinduism, Buddhism and, and Jainism have their own karma precepts. Thus, karma has not one, but multiple definitions and different meanings, depending on who you talk to. And it's a concept whose meaning, importance, and scope varies between the various traditions that originated in India and various schools in each of these traditions. Wendy O'Flaherty claims that, furthermore, that there's an ongoing debate regarding whether karma is a theory, a model, a paradigm, a metaphor, or a metaphysical stance. What do you think? Or do you, or are you able to? I don't have an opinion. You don't have an opinion, man. What's what's what, what what's that? What do you mean you don't have an opinion? How 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 is how is that? Because I don't agree with any of her conclusions. No. Okay. Well, what is your opinion, man? <laughs> Karma is a force. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. That's right. It is just my opinion. That is just your opinion. <laughs> uh, but but I think I, there it is a force. I'm not and that's what what's interesting is that it it is if we, we can I think we we use different words to define it. I mean, you know, I mean, I, it's funny you talk about the force and I mean immediately think of Star Wars because Of course. But um yeah, so um but I think this is interesting is that um you know the theory of karma or is uh you know or common to, a common theme to theories of karma is, is principles is principle of causality the relationship between karma and causality is the central motif in all schools of hindu buddhist and, and jain thought and one of the earliest associations of karma to causality occurs in the uh i'm not even gonna, i'm not even gonna say that but it, um but uh, I'll, I'll read a quote from it. Uh, it says now as a man now as a man is like this or like that according he as he acts and according as he behaves, so will he be. A man of good acts will become good. A man of bad acts, bad. He becomes pure by pure deeds, bad by bad deeds. And here they say that a person consists of desires. And his desire, so is his will. And as his will, so is his deed. And whatever deed he does, that he will reap. Um, the theory of karma as causation holds that uh, executed actions of an individual affects the individual and the life he or she lives, and the intentions of the individual affects um, the individual and the life he or she lives. Disinterested actions or unintentional actions do not have the same positive or negative karmic effect as interested and intentional actions. In Buddhism, for example, actions that are per performed or arise or originate without any bad intent, such as uh, a covetousness, are considered non-existent in karmic impact or neutral in influence to the individual. Um, another uh, causality characteristic shared by karmic theories is that like deeds lead to like effects. Thus, good karma produces good effect on the actor, while bad karma produces bad effect. This effect may be material, moral, or emotional. That is, one's karma affects both one's happiness and unhappiness. The effect of karma need not be immediate. The effect of karma can be later in one's current life, and in some schools it extends to future lives. Yeah, I think, um, I think that relates to uh, some situation. You know, pretty much. Yeah, it does. Um, 
you know, the consequence or effects of one's karma can be described in two forms, a phala and samskara. A phala, uh, a fruit or, you know, the, uh, in literature, fruit or result, is the vis- visible or invisible effect that is typically immediate or within the current life. In contrast, uh, contrast a, a samskara as an invisible effect produced inside the actor because of the karma, transforming the agent and affecting his or her ability to be happy or unhappy in their current and future lives. The theory of karma is often presented in the context of samskaras. Um, so uh, let, let's see what we go here. Um, Carl Potter and Harold Coward suggest that karmic principles can also be understood as a principle of psychology and habit. Karma seeds habits, and, and habits create the nature of man. Karma also seeds self-perception, and perception influences how one experiences life events. Uh, both habits and self-perception affect the course of one's life. Breaking bad habits is not easy. It requires conscious karmic effort. Thus, psyche and habit, according to Peter and Coward, link karma to causality in ancient Indian literature. The idea of karma may be compared to the notion of a person's character, as both are an assessment of the person determined by that person's habitual thinking and acting. So, is so that raises a question: Is karma a result of you know? I mean, is it? it it's a result of how you think and act, apparently. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Um, you know, a second thing, a second theme that comes up with karma is, uh, uh, ethis, you know, ethicization, which is the idea that uh, uh, begins with the premise that every action is a consequence, which will come to fruition in either this life or a future life. Thus, morally good acts will have positive consequences, whereas bad acts will produce negative results. An individual's present situation is thereby explained by reference to actions in his present or previous lifetimes. Karma is not itself reward and punishment, but the law that produces consequence. Wilhelm Balthas notes that good karma is considered as dharma and leads to punya, or merit, while bad karma is considered adharma and leads to pap, or demerit, or sin. Um, Reichenbach suggests that the theories of karma are an ethical theory. This is because... so. This, or this is so because the ancient scholars of India linked intent and actual action to the merit, reward, or demerit, and punishment. Now, a theory without ethical premise would be a pure causal relation. The merit or, or reward of, or demerit or punishment would be the same regardless of the actor's intention. In ethics, one's intentions, attitudes, and desires matter in the evaluations of one's action. Where the outcome is unintended, the moral responsibility for it is less on the actor, even though causal responsibility may be the same regardless. A karma theory uh, considers not only the action, but also the actor's intentions, attitude, and desires before and during the action. The karma concept, thus, encourages each person to seek and live a moral life, as well as avoid an immoral life. The meaning and significance of karma is thus as a building block of an ethical theory, which is interesting. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about rebirth? Sure. Okay. Well, now the third common theme of karma theories is the concept of reincarnation or the cycle of rebirth, samsara. Rebirth is a fundamental concept of Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, and Sikhism. Rebirth or samsara is the concept that all life forms go through a cycle of reincarnation, that is, a series of births and rebirths. The rebirth and um, consequent life may be in a different realm, condition, or form. 
And the karma theories suggest that the realm, condition, and form depends on the quality and quantity of karma. So in schools that believe in rebirth, every living being's soul transmigrates or recycles after death, carrying the seeds of karmic impulses from life just completed into another life and lifetime of karmas. This cycle continues indefinitely, except for those who consciously break the cycle by reaching moksha. Those who break the cycle reach the realm of gods. Those who don't continue in the cycle. And the concept has been intensely debated in ancient literature of India, with different schools of Indian religions considering the relevance of rebirth as either essential or secondary, or unnecessary fiction. The theory of karma and rebirth raises numerous questions, such as how, when, and why did the cycle start in the first place? What is the relative karmic merit of one karma versus another, and why and what evidence is there that rebirth actually happens among others? Well, yeah, and and that's you know a lot of the stuff we don't we don't know, right? I mean, we're you know there's the question is how do you prove it, right? And that's with, right. with any of this stuff. It's so, um, but uh, apparently, did you know that there are types of karma? Nope. Oh, you didn't know. Well, um, and, we're, and, and we know that there's jobs karma. We know there's fuck cancer karma. We're talking, you know, no gender sphere, but we're talking about the types of karma that. Uh, well, they all affect your life, but uh, when, but uh, to talk about the types of karma that are um, uh, that that uh, might impact your life that are that are more uh, uh, more general, right? Um, we need to talk a little about uh, Jainism, which has a bit of a different view on karma than from how it's commonly understood in the Hindu philosophy and Western civilization. Uh, in the Jain philosophy, it's one of the oldest Indian philosophies that uh, completely separates body, uh, the you know, matter, from the soul, the pure consciousness. In Jainism, karma, karma is referred to as karmic dirt, as it consists of very subtle particles of matter that pervade the entire universe universe. Karmas are attracted to this karmic field of a soul due to vibrations created by activities of mind, speech, and body, as well as various mental dispositions. Hence, the karmas are the subtle matters surrounding the consciousness of a soul. When these two components, a conscious and karma, interact, we experience the life we know at present. Jain texts expound that seven uh, tattvas, uh, truths or fundamentals, constitute reality. I didn't list them here, but uh, but uh, what we can say that uh, Jainism says about karma is that it uh, it operates as a self-sustaining mechanism, as a natural universal law that without need of an external entity to manage. So it's 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 not God that does it, or you know whatever whatever it is. It's a um, they don't they don't believe in an uh, you know an exogenous divine entity as they as they refer as they say here. Um, um, so Jainism advocates that a soul attracts karmic matter even with with the thoughts and not just the actions. So, so to even think of evil of someone would endure a karma, a karma a banda or an increment in bad karma. Um, so there's a reason that a Jainism emphasizes on developing the, the right faith, the right knowledge and the right conduct. And they call it the three jewels. Um, uh, the soul, uh, a soul is released of worldly affairs as soon as it's able to emancipate from the karma banda. In uh, Jainism, nirvana and moshka are used interchangeably. And nirvana represents the annihilation of all karmas by an individual soul. In uh, uh, moshka uh, represents the perfect blissful state, uh, free, free from all bondage. And in the presence of a, tur- a, a turkankara, <laughs> there we go, a soul can obtain a kavala jhana, an omniscience, and, sub- and subsequent nirvana without any need of intervention. Um, 
and um, let's see. I'm trying to think what. It, so, um, you know, Jainism treats all souls uh, equally in so much as it advocates that all souls have the same potential of, atta- of attaining nirvana. Only those who make effort really attain it. But nonetheless, each soul is uh, capable on its own to do so by gradually reducing its karma. Now. Now you think of it, yeah, and that's it's interesting that you think of like some karma is bad and some karma is good, right? And I, you know, you want to reduce the the um, the bad karma. Some people have more bad karma than others, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna. I, so there's a bit, there's a little bit more on some of the the types of karma. No, we're you know we're um, you know we're not talking about uh, jobs karma, fuck cancer karma. We're talking about the types that you know again at, at a high level, right? That that. Um, I think I actually started talking about that already. Let's see. This is, but this is, but the, here are the eight types. Um, so there's a, there's a knowledge, and these are, and some of these can, yeah, and these, these are actually viewed as negative in a sense because they can weigh you down. So, um, so there's a knowledge obstructing karma that's like a veil that prevents a face and, and its features from being seen. This karma prevents the soul from knowing an object along with details about that object. It's a, it obstructs the soul from realizing its essential quality of knowledge. And, uh, if you don't, if this uh, karma is gone, a soul is omniscient. There, and, and, you know, we can get into the fight. There are, um, different types of uh, uh, things that uh, can happen uh, when you have that knowledge. And then uh, a perception obstructing, like a gatekeeper vents the sight of the king, the karma prevents an object from being perceived, hiding it. So it's, you know, how you can look right at something and not see it. Maybe it has that kind of karma associated with it. Uh, karma obstructs the, obstructs the soul from realizing its essential quality of perception in its absence. And the soul completely perceives all substances in the universe. And there are nubs, and there are nine subtypes, and you know, we don't need to get into them necessarily. But um, so uh, let's see, sensation producing that, like licking honey from a sword, gives a sweet taste but cuts the tongue. This karma makes a soul experience pleasure and pain. Uh, the soul's bliss is continuously disturbed by experiences of external sensual pleasure and pain. In the absence of the vidanya karma, the soul experiences undisturbed bliss. And of course, there are pleasure-producing and pain-producing types of this karma. Um, let's see, uh, moinya, which is like a bee, becomes infatuated with the smell of the flower and is attracted to it. This karma attracts the soul to the objects that it considers favorable while repelling it from objects it considers unfavorable. It creates a delusion in the soul that external objects can affect it. This karma obstructs the soul's essential quality of happiness and prevents the soul from finding pure happiness in itself. Um, yeah. Um, lifespan determining like a pri- so uh, like a prisoner uh, remains trapped by iron chains around his legs hands this karma keeps his soul trapped in a particular life uh, there's a body producing like a painter creates various pictures and gives them various names this karma gives souls various types of bodies uh, it's the namkara which determines the body of living organism which which into which the soul must enter uh, Gothra is like a potter that makes short and tall pots. This karma bestows a lower high uh, societal status on the body or soul. It creates social inequities, and in its absence, all souls are equal. There are two, there are two subtypes, of course, the high status and low status. So, so, I'm one, so perhaps karma makes you uh, one way or the other? That's the way it I, would seem so. It seems so, and that may not be. Uh, that's interesting. And then there's the power obstructing, like a treasure obstructs a king from spending his wealth. This karma prevents the soul from using its innate power for acts of charity, profit, enjoyment, repeated enjoyment, and willpower. It obstructs and prevents the soul's essential quality of infinite power from manifesting. In its absence, the soul has infinite power. So, if if I'm reading this correctly, right? 
these eight types of karma. These are and so in so in Jainism, it's actually maybe karma is not not such a good thing. Um, maybe not. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I know somebody who's got almost all of these types of karma. I think we know. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, so you want to talk? So um, you want to talk about Wiccans and, and karma because. You... So the rule of three, also known as the threefold law or the law of return, is a religious tenet held by some Wiccans, neo pagans, and occultists. It states that whatever energy a person puts out into the world, be it positive or negative, will be returned to that person three times. And some subscribe to a variant of this law in which return isn't necessarily threefold. So the rule of three is sometimes described as karma by Wiccans. However, this isn't strictly accurate. Both concepts describe the process of cause and effect and often encourage the individual to act in an upright way. In Hindu... Vedanta literature, there's a comparable idea of threefold karma referred to as Sanchita, accumulated works, Krimana, Agami, or Vartamana, which is current works, and the fruitifying works, which are associated with past, present, and future, respectively. And according to some traditions, the rule of three is not literal, but symbolizes that our energy returns our way as many times as needed for us to learn the lesson associated with it. Yeah, and um, I'm reminded of a story that uh, that Adam Curry has said on No Agenda is that, uh, you know, he says if you uh, if you use the media for your own gain, you'll get it back ten times. Right. That, that's kind of that same concept, right? It's mm-hmm. so... Um, you know, and I think, you know, again, we use different terms for this stuff. And I mean, it, it's, you know, we're kind of going through this. It was like, yeah, this is, it's interesting that this is a mix of so many different, you know, we, we start talking about, you know, reincarnation and karma. There's so many different things that, that kind of mix, it all kind of mixes together, right? It's like, you know, and, and it, you know, I almost look at a, there's a scorecard of sense, right? It's like the, the universe keeps score. And eventually, you you know you you got to true up, right? You know you might you might get a little, uh, um, you know, a little above your raisin or below your raisin, but eventually you get you get trued up. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, and and this has been a week of you know we've gotten a lot of uh, no, I don't know. I think there's I think there's a there's been a bit of karma in the you know starting to go on, but we of course we won't know for a while what's actually going on there. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, but what do, I mean, what do we think about all this? I mean, what do you, what do you have to say about, I mean, cause I kind of, you know, I kind of came through and built a, you know, a, a script here, of, you know, uh, for all this, but what do we, what do we think? I mean, what do we think? I think, you know, I think there's, again, there's lots of ways to think about it is that, yeah, you, I, I think there's more to existence than just our physical existence. Right. And I think, I think we, it's pretty clear about that. What that looks like exactly. Is it a, you know, do we, um, you know, do we inhabit another body? Do we sit in a spirit world? Do we do, do we do both of those things? I don't know. Uh, I think it's a combination of everything and it's different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and so and and again, when I when I went through all this stuff, it was really just. I mean, it, I looked at it as a. Um, it really got me. Um, you know, it, again, kind of got me back to that point of, I'm. I think all of this is. Uh, you know, again, there's a lot of words for the same the same concept. Is there's there's more to our existence than simply our physical form, and 
certainly the experience I've had that uh, this week has uh, let me know that there's a, a lot more. There's there's a lot more going on than uh, than meets the eye almost always, and uh, you know not everybody's aware of it. Um, even the people that participate, I don't think, are necessarily aware of it. But um, you know of exactly what they're doing. But that's uh, yeah. But regardless, it's still um, you know. Um, there's not going to be, uh, I don't know. There, there's, uh, um, the, the effect is, uh, not what you think. So, uh, but you're, are you okay? Okay. Let's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else we need to say about this topic? Mm, no, I think we covered it. I think we did. Um, yeah. Um, I guess. I'm so fucking over this. Are we, are we over it? We're over it. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so how do we end these things? I think it's something, something like, like this. this. Jordan fades back! Swoosh! And that's the game! Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! You're cool, and fuck you, I'm out! You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.